Episode of the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. I'm Amelia Larry. And we have a very special episode today where we're going to talk a lot about one of our favorite craft book series, The Sewing School. And we're going to actually hear from one of the authors and some of her inspirations. And we'll introduce that in a minute. We just wanted to say we have some house cleaning things to do. Kind of a April's a bit of a special month here at the Larry's Pop Pod. Amelia, can you explain why? We produced our first episode a year ago on April 21st. Right. So we basically just celebrated our one-year birthday of the Larry's Pop Pod, which I think is kind of amazing because when we started it, we were like, oh, we don't, we're just going to try it, whatever. And here we are a year later and like 27 episodes in. What are some highlights for you about, about doing this? What, what makes it fun and special to do? It just makes it fun because you'd never think someone would listen to your voice from across the world. Like, we have people listening in Hong Kong. I've never even been there. I don't know anyone there. It's crazy. Do you remember what are some of your favorite times from the past podcast or some of your favorite episodes or highlights? I actually surprisingly like the first episode, even though it doesn't have all the new features as the new ones do. But it was kind of just plain us telling you what we're here for and starting this. Some of my highlights, I think, one, the the travel episodes that we've done. Those have been really popular and really fun to do. Also, starting the Radio 321 After School Club has been a really fun outgrowth of doing the podcast. We, we have more special things probably coming up. I was thinking about something we should do for a birthday episode, but I didn't really pull it off. But I really want to do a live show of the Larry's Pop Pod with an audience doing it live with special guests. That's one of my goals for the next year. What's maybe one of your goals for the next year? I think that's a really good idea. I think my goal is to maybe like become more international. We're already kind of over the globe, but it'd be cool if like some places we've never even heard of. So you heard it here first. Uh, Amelia Larry wants global dominance (laughs) for the Larry's Pop Pod. All right, that's a good goal. Speaking of that, we are almost at 25 500 downloads. You can hear us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podcast Attic, all the different podcasting apps. So we really have come a long way in a year. What are you most proudest of? I think I'm most proud of like once you hit that 1,000 downloads mark, you're like and then you keep on making more and then it's the 2,000 mark and you're like, boom, and then it's the 3,000 mark. And not yet. but Not yet, but then you can make those goals and then they'll happen faster. We have a lot of exciting stuff planned for the next year of the Larry's Pop Pod. Do you predict that we will still be doing it a year from now? I think we will be doing it into 2019. Yes, so we can commit. We'll be here for another year. We have much more things planned. It's going to get exciting. Thank you for indulging us a little one-year anniversary talk. We'll be right back to talk the sewing school books, the culture, the author, the whole thing. Oh, and by the way, you may have noticed you hear some sounds, dog barking, (laughs) birds. Where are we right now, Amelia? We're actually in our backyard. That's right. Yeah. We decided that it was too nice a day to be inside, so... We apologize for a little background noise, but it kind of helps you get into the spring mood, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And so we have a lot of spring and summer things planned for the Larry's Pod. So we wanted to get you in the mood. And we will be right back after this airplane flies over top of us. Brooklyn bandanas, Brooklyn bandanas, get out and get one today. Brooklyn bandanas, Brooklyn bandanas, no time to waste the rain. Wipe your tears if you're feeling blue. Avoid a redneck and attract one too. You can hail a cab, wave it in the air. Put it in your back pocket, shake it ear to ear. You can wrap it, wear it, dab it, tie it, hold it, knot it, wave it by you. All right, so here we're talking uh, about sewing school and give a little bit of an introduction to the whole sewing school phenomenon before we hear from one of its authors and a few of her inspirations. Amelia, tell us basically what sewing school is. Basically, sewing school is like an arts and craft book, which like basically tells you how to do some of these important sewing activities and also teaches you how to sew if you're a total beginner and tells you what levels these projects are at. So you might want to do a one star because that's the easiest and you're at the beginning. But if you're pretty sure you're past that, you could do a two star. And then if you think, I'm a good sewer, like I can do this, you could do a three star and yeah. Yes, and so there's actually three books uh, in total. And we're going to hear a little bit more about their newest one, but let's give you a little bit of background. So there are, all three of them are called Sewing School, and then they have sort of subheaders. And these are best-selling series of uh, books that show the kids the joy of making with needle and thread. So this is definitely part of the maker movement, kind of DIY culture. It is published by Story Press. I love this small publisher. They do amazing work. And it, it's co-authored, all three books are co-authored by Amy Petronas Plumley and Andrea Lyle. The photography was done by Justin Fox Burks. A little bit about these two amazing co-authors. One, full transparency. We are very good friends with one of the authors, Amy. Uh, she is part of our friends in Memphis, Tennessee, that we like to call Team Plumley, and you'll be hearing from them a little bit more. They're big fans of the Larry's Pop Pod, so we're really excited about them uh, contributing. But let me uh, read you a little bit about our two authors. Amy and Andrea are the authors of Sewing School and Sewing School 2, and now Sewing School school quilts. Amy is an elementary school teacher in Memphis, Tennessee, where she inspires students to sew in the classroom, in an after-school sewing club, and at a wildly popular summer sewing camp. Andrea is a cultural curator at Fourth Bluff in downtown Memphis and part of the national initiative Reimagining the Civic Commons. They blog together at sewingschool.blogspot.com. We'll put all of that information about the books, about the blog in our show notes so that you can find them and follow up. But we just love these books. They're how-to books, both about basic sewing, and each of them have a ton of new projects. What are some of your favorite things about these books? I think some of my favorite things is, like, you would never think about some of these activities. And maybe some of these activities you say, like, oh, yeah, I've made that before. So they have a wide variety of things that in their books. And also just, like, fun to sew with your family, with your friends. The story and the and the creators just do such an amazing job with these books. First of all, they're big, they're colorful, they're very easy to follow. The writing is is crisp and funny. They also it comes with 
pattern pieces, sheets, all the different things you need. So it actually comes with a bunch of the DIY materials. The edge of the book is a little um, ruler so that you know you can use it in your sewing. It's so practical and so fun. And I just love how this is really based off Amy especially's experience being a teacher and running all of these informal learning things around sewing. We got inspired last summer to do one, uh, a bunch of their projects. Can you say a little bit about that, Amelia? Well, what we did last summer was it was Sewist Stuffy Month, July. You would kind of just like get some fillings, get some felts, think about what you'd want to make, get these books maybe, and just sew a little stuffy. And you could also sew like a really soft pillow or yeah. And stuffies are just easy to make. You could just like make a strawberry. Okay, that's easy. Yeah, we made a bunch of food ones, right? We made donuts, strawberry, bananas. So we had totally fun with that. Hopefully, I think they're going to do Sew a Stuffy Month again this summer. That was one of our highlights of last, of summer 2017. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So we loved it. I have to admit, I really want to get better at sewing and, and both sewing myself and then you and me and then even with uh, our executive producer, Mary Larry. Sometimes these are even a little bit too hard for me, but I'm really trying to learn. What would you say? Yeah. Um, and some are just super easy, like a pillow. You know, you have like a sh- like a circle. You put some stuffy in and put like a fabric on top and sew the outside. Like sometimes it can be like that too. Yeah, one of my goals this summer is to create a pillow out of one of my old t-shirts, which you can find how to in one of these. We're going to actually kick it to them to talk about their new book in just a minute. So again, all three books are, one is, the first one is just called Sewing School. The second one is Sewing School 2 with lessons in machine sewing. And then the newest one that just came out just a couple weeks ago, it's it's almost brand spanking new, is Sewing School Quilts. 15 products projects kids will love to make. And quilts really is a little bit next level sewing, right? It's it's harder. So we'll, we're going to have a personal family goal of making one quilt this summer. Can you commit to that, Amelia? I can commit. All right. So that's our commitment. So we're making our commitments that we're going to make a quilt and continuing to learn and create awesome stuff with the Sewing School book series. But we'd like to know out there if you've got your own sewing projects, if you've been inspired by Sewing School, we would love to see pictures to hear your your stories, and maybe even have you record a segment about your adventures in sewing. Amelia, how can they send us pictures or contact us? What can they do? Email us, or you can write on one of our photos. Um, We'll probably leave a link to our Instagram account in this um, and what is our Instagram account? Instagram account? The Larry's Pop Pod. The Larry's Pop Pod. So you can always submit pictures there. We will include your little piece. And what if they record a segment and send them in? What do they get? You will get two free movie passes, just like Amy Plumley and her supporters will. There you go. So there's your inspiration. If you want to leave us a birthday present, please leave us a rating and review on any of the podcasting apps that you enjoy Larry's Pop Pod. We'll be right back with Team Plumley. Hello, if you'd like to contact us or interact with us online, you can reach us a number of ways. On Instagram, we are the Larry's Pop Pod. On Twitter, we are at ChrisLarry33. We just started a Facebook group. You can find that at the Larry's Pop Pod on Facebook. And you can also email us at ChrisLarry at Gmail. ChrisLarry33 at Gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. This is Team Plumley, and we are excited to be uh, on the Larry's Pot Pod. I'm Amy Plumley. Hi, I'm Phoebe Plumley. And I am 
We are here to talk to you today about Sewing School Quilts, which is the third book in the Sewing School book series for kids, which teaches kids how to sew and create all different kinds of things. Sewing School Quilts just came out. We're um, excited to be able to review it and talk to you a little bit about the book and how it was written. So, Mom, why did you even write a book about quilts? I decided to write the Sewing School Quilts book um, actually after seeing a bunch of kids at camp, and one of them was Frank, and he and a bunch of group of friends were trying to make a quilt, and they were putting together these pieces of fabric. Do you remember this, Frankie? Yep. Yep, and you were putting together pieces yes, of fabric, so. and what happened as you were putting together the fabric? Well, it started closing in. It was starting to make, it was shrinking, and it <laughs> made us all really confused, we didn't know what to do next. That's right. And you had little holes in it, and it just wasn't coming together the way that you thought it should. Yeah, and then everyone abandoned me. <laughs> I was the only person doing it. And I think the project eventually got abandoned as well. Yeah. It really made me realize that sewing together fabric to make a quilt is very different from sewing together fabric to make a pillow or to make a stuffy or to do something else that a lot of kids kind of can just figure out how to make easily. So that kind of led to the idea of sewing school quilts. So mom, what kind of projects are in this? Book. First, it starts off with this really big introduction that kind of tells you all sorts of things and advice on how to make quilts and tips on doing different things, like how to pick out fabric and what batting is. And batting is that soft middle part of the quilt that kind of puts it all together. And then it has five different kinds of quilts you can make. It has an art quilt. It has what's called foundation piecing, and that's where you use a big piece of fabric and you put little pieces of fabric on top of it. Patchwork, which is what you think of when you think of putting squares together and sewing them together. Um, applique, which is kind of like foundation piecing, but you're putting on an, a piece of fabric on top of it, on top of a larger piece of fabric to create this particular image. And the recycled um, quilts, which is when you are using things like old t-shirts and jeans and clothes that maybe you outgrew, putting them together to make a quilt. So those are the different kinds of things that you can make. And so there's five main quilts, and then there are two other projects that use the same quilting technique. So there's small projects that you can make in like an hour or so, and then there's larger projects that might take you a couple of days to make, because a quilt like does the, take some time. The dog. Thing. Yeah, like patches the dog you can make pretty quickly, but then if you wanted to make a say anything quilt, that might take you a day or two to make. Yeah. So I have some questions for you guys. You not only were you my inspiration for some of these projects, oh, you also nice. really oh. were helpful during it and you both are featured in the book. So and you both and did projects. What um projects did you do in the book, Phoebe? I did the I spy quilt. It was like a regular quilt, but you put all these pictures on it that are like fabric pictures. You just put them all over the quilt, and in the middle of the quilt, there's a little list of all the pictures. I played this with a friend. You had to read off the um, list, and you had to find the picture on the quilt, and it was really fun. It was like one of those I Spy books. But snuggly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Frank? What was your project? 
So my project got cut out of the book. It's so sad, Frank. Yes, I know. It was the story quilt, which um, each square of the quilt shows a different scene, you know, in the story I did, which was Jack and the Beanstalk. It was really a nice quilt. Sadly, it got cut. But no one could waste that amazing... Step-by-steps that you did. Yeah. So we did salvage part, the end part of your quilt, and you show kids in the book how to make a... Flip and turn quilt. And a flip and turn is kind of the ending part of a quilt. It's putting all three pieces, which is the backing, the front, and the batting together so that you can finish off a quilt. First, you're almost making a huge pillow. And if you know how to make a pillow, there's going to be a little opening where you can put stuffing in it. But we're not going to put stuffing in this quilt. What you do is, if you know how to turn a sock inside out, then that's all you need to know really how to do this. You grab the inside and you pull it out of that small hole and then you see the right side with the soy on it. That's right. So it actually is just this way of finishing. It gives this nice border around the edges yep. so that um, you you have a nice soft quilt. And so really helpful technique. And hopefully we will be able to find a home for your story quilt because it is quite spectacular. Yes. Um, now you guys look very familiar if I was to look at the cover of the book and look at your faces, I would see you guys. How does it feel to be on the cover of a book that you know is going to be like all over the world? It makes you feel like a celebrity. It's, it's pretty cool. You feel great. Were you excited to finally see it? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I thought it would look a lot different. What did you think yeah, it was going to look like? My face is kind of weird. Will you look happy? I thought there was going to be more color in the background. Oh, yeah. It is kind of a different background. This book looks like the other sewing school books, but a little different. I thought... You thought what? Well, it's kind of hard to explain. You know? I just... It looks a lot different than I imagined it to. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Okay. Well, are you happy with it, though? Yes, I still yeah. like it. I think it looks it good. It looks a lot different than I suspected. So, Phoebe, um, if kids have, you've been sewing for a very long time, and you're 13 now, if kids were coming to you and they had never really sewn before, would you recommend starting with a sewing school quilts book or a different book? I'd probably recommend to start with the first book, which is just regular um, hand sewing. You don't need that much material, so all you need is, like, thread, needle, needle thread, or fabric. It's pretty easy and simple, but still really fun. And then build your way up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that the sewing school quilts book is written for kids who have either been sewing for a while or have an adult in their lives that can help them to kind of make some of these projects. They are a little bit more advanced. But if you've been sewing for a while and you've done some of the projects in the first sewing school book and this in sewing school two, which is mostly machine sewing, then you can probably jump into these sewing school quilts projects without some help. Before we go, let's tell people what our favorite projects are. So what's your favorite project in the sewing school book, Frank? My favorite project is the t-shirt quilt. Ah, that's a good one. What can you use to make it? You you use t-shirts, but it's like, that's all. Can you think of some shirts right now that you could totally put into a t-shirt quilt? And you also can do themes, which that's probably one of the reasons why I like it. Like, you could do cities, like, uh, I love New York shirt or something. Yeah. 
or you can also um, do like restaurant soap, yeah. which wouldn't be bad. Look probably kind of cool. Yeah, that would be a good idea. What about you, Phoebe? What's your favorite project? Oh, this is really hard. It would probably be a tie between Patches the dog, which is like a patchwork dog. It's really cute. And the t-shirt quilt, like Frank said, just make it any way you want it, and it's really fun. Yeah, I agree. I, oh, yeah. Mom, what's your favorite? You haven't said that yet. Oh, I think my favorite um, project might be the selfie quilt, which is where you can um, do a self-portrait of yourself. You could do a portrait of your family. One that's featured in the book was actually made at our sewing school camp where everyone made their own self-portrait and we put them together. So I think it's a really fun collaborative quilt and different. It doesn't look like any other quilt that I've really seen out there. So I'm very proud of that one. Before we go, I want to tell you where you can find sewing school quilts. Um, It is for sale on Amazon, online. You can get it on Barnes & Noble online. Hopefully you can get it at your local favorite independent bookstore store as well as like a quilting or fabric store that might be in your town. Um, also, sometimes we've seen them at libraries have been getting them. Uh, we've even seen some of the, the first sewing school books. We've been seeing them now at used bookstores. So you might yeah. be able to pick up a copy for kids that probably sewed all the projects and now they're re- moving on to other sewing school books or to other kinds of sewing books. Anyways, I hope that you will enjoy Sewing School Quilts. Thank you so much for letting us come and be part of Larry's Pot Pod and listening to us talk about it. And we hope that you will start sewing yourself. So happy sewing, everyone. Yeah. Really good book. You should get it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.